Here's the good news. Dun, dun, dun. Today's episode is brought to you by Kindle. Great spellers come from great readers, and that's why Kindle is the proud presenting sponsor of next week's 2017 Scripps National Spelling Bee, where I will be a single bee. That was a pun. A single purpose uh. Kindle. It was unintentional. A single purpose Kindle <laughs> e-reader holds thousands of books, ensuring young readers always have a book with them. Features like WordWise support comprehension and vocabulary development, while Kindle Free Time awards achievement badges for reaching reading milestones. To learn more about the ways Kindle inspires a child's emerging love of reading visit amazon.com slash kindle for kids that's all three words kindle for kids and make sure to tune in to next week's scripts national spelling bee presented by kindle thursday june 1st at 8 p.m on espn or just come with me i'll be in dc for it and i'm very excited i love the spelling bee uh well i'm john Maltz, and i'm not a tr- terribly good speller unlike friedman i used to be but i no longer am I don't even know what spelling is as a concept, so I just use technology to do everything for me. Like, for example, the new upcoming Apple's Siri in a can. It spells everything great. TM. <laughs> P.S. This episode is not sponsored by Siri in a can. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. That is a, an, an, an oblique an oblique reference to the possibility that there will be some sort of Siri speaker at uh, announced at WWDC. Is that what you're doing there, John? That's what I'm doing. That's exactly okay. what I'm doing. I just wanted you. Know, yep. I'm not sure that all of our all of our readers um, mm-hmm. necessarily follow the Apple yeah. stuff. Yeah. No, so. they don't. It's fine. Yeah, you're they're better off for it. <laughs> yeah, See, it's a much richer life outside of the. But Apple if you do, please tune into the rebound. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's a show with my two hosts tonight. Hosts that you've been on my uh, my oldest daughter Anya, who we just saw her chorus show a couple weeks ago. Tonight's the band show. We have uh, a big band show tonight. I'm oh, excited. Oh. It's not B-A-N-N-E-D. It's uh, B-A-N-D. <laughs> That's correct. That's okay. I apologize this, for the homophones. Yeah. yeah, no, no. You can never be too sure. But uh, do you guys know what instrument Anya plays? Could you guess? Flute. Flute, right? Nailed it. Um, I was so getting I, my guess. Yeah, before. I have sure. no idea if they're going to be any good. Like, I've heard her practice, and she can play the songs, I guess. But... Um, you know, she pauses sometimes and like, you can't do that when you're in the band. So I, uh, I have no idea what's going to happen. So I'm excited mm. for the show. Cause I genuinely, like I can imagine at this age when so many of them are playing these instruments for the first time, that it could be just awful, but I haven't ever seen a kid's band show. I've been in them as a kid, but I've never seen one. So I, I really don't know what to expect. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a, a disharmonious droning? Is it like bagpipes, but taking a, you're taking a flask. It's funny. Um, I, I have genuinely been thinking about it. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, a long time ago, many long times ago, I've seen a movie that starts that way. This of. is going to be, as usual, this is going to be my concise, <laughs> not on a journey at all story. So I was in band in starting in middle school. Drummer played drums, but I was also taking piano. Great lessons. thing for a drummer to do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, Great look, good drummer. Um, anyway, so I, um, in band, I thought we sounded awesome. We sounded super great, and like everything was just amazing. And that may or may not have been the case. 
but just as a seventh grader playing, that's what I thought. Uh, many years later, there was an artist I used to f- listen to a lot more than I do now, but um, he released an album called First Circle. The person I'm speaking of is Pat Metheny, jazz guitarist Pat Metheny. Uh, of note, played with Joni Mitchell in the 70s and Jaco Pistorius in a historic live event at the Hollywood Bowl, which you can see on YouTube. Stellar guitar player, composer, great, like, but it's kind of elevatory. However, this album is called First Circle, and it starts with this weird ass, like, out of tune, almost like marching band kind of song that's like completely not like anything else on the album. And um, that is what you're in for. So I'm going to try and send you a link to that, and we'll have a link f- for that for the show notes too. But I will uh, find that while you guys talk about the other thing. But I'll, all I'm going to say, Lex, is embrace your inner, like, John Cage right now, because that's what you're going to be hearing, is like an abstract performance of music. Hmm. That's my I, uh, guess. That's my I'm not guess. sure. I understood like half of those words. No, that's fine. You don't need to worry about it. That's it got fine. deep. It got deep. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm intrigued. Like the thing is, there are those people who, when they are hearing bad music, like they cannot help but grimace. I t- <laughs> tend to be like amused. <laughs> so uh, I think my number one fear is: Am I just going to laugh out loud in the middle of this thing? <laughs> like, but we'll see. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. It's happening. You will laugh. You will laugh. You will definitely laugh. There's going to be just a stream of links in the uh, the chat. Uh, <laughs> the song I was referring to is called Forward March uh, from the 1983 album, excuse me, 84 album, First Circle by Pat Metheny Group. So it was Pat Metheny, but it's his group formation. Just FYI. Okay, there I, you go. I, I just want to, though, I want to give a shout out to the mm. band teachers at these schools because like oh yes you do you've got to love music to be a band instructor they also have to know how to play every instrument in the band which is no small feat and then they have to hear what i imagine is awfulness Uh, a large percentage of the time like that's got to be a job i remember our band teacher growing up mr keller who was bald and fat and had a mustache basically me and (laughs) (laughs) not really but uh like he was always happy and I find that very impressive because I know how shittily I played both the drums and the trumpet in that band. So I, I really don't get it. Hmm. I could Trump, You played drums and trumpet? Well, I started on the drum and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I want to make, there were so many kids who played the drums that like you couldn't even play on all the songs. Like some songs you were just the cymbals and some songs mm-hmm. you were just the bass drum. I was like, this is dumb. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm going to do trumpet, make some actual melody. And I was good at the trumpet. And then I got braces. And then it hurt like hell to play the trumpet, and I never played it again. But I, I just yesterday I was thinking about getting the trumpet. That's true, because I was good. I was good at. It. I enjoyed playing the trumpet. I wasn't always good at it, but I got good at it. <laughs> you, Interesting. You just didn't start out good, and then things didn't get worse. No, fortunately not. That's what happened to me with podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> but I will report uh, yeah. back next week. Okay, I don't. Re- I don't play anything. <laughs> Just so you okay know. Uh, for any. If anyone's wondering, <laughs> you you don't play anything. No, no, not really. I mean, does recorder count? I don't. Think yeah, so. yeah. Yes, no, I don't. I don't even. I don't even really play the recorder. I mean, I you know, I think I could play hot cross buns in grade school, and that was it. Okay, that was my that was the uh, pinnacle of my you know I I I played hot cross buns so well on the recorder that I thought it's never going to get any better than this. 
So, mm-hmm. so I checked out of music. Just I'm done. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> Recorder drop. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an image for you. Yes. Uh, man, John's just dropping links in, into this. Uh, uh, so, so John's like, going even... podcast. He's reliving his his fan of the Pat Metheny group. His fan. No, no, no. So I'm, I've sent you Lex. This is for you. So in the okay. in the like I think in the 80s, this dude named Niall Steiner created a, an electronic instrument that used trumpet. Uh, like trumpet like uh switches and you played into it and it could it had like a you you blew into it and it was like playing a digital trumpet so it had a a little thing on the bottom that you would turn for octaves and then you're you would use fingerings that were trumpet fingerings to play notes and um i when you started talking about braces and having pain it was like this is a great thing for you because like you could play it without the pain of having to push air through your like so much air like you push right. much less air i had never heard of this thing now interestingly uh he invented this in 1998 which is also the last time he updated his website actually and... he he invented this <laughs> way before then so um he there was two things he invented one was a e oh, and an evi so one of them was like way crazy earlier than that uh, anyway, super nerdy. It's but so the awesome. EVI but, came out in '98, right? It's, it says in 1998 yes, that, he developed and began making available a new, oh, a new brass style MIDI wing drill called the Steiner MIDI EVI. Interesting. Okay, I, I was yeah. graduating high school that year. Like he did one in the mid '70s too. There's a photo on the page. Anyway, it's a fantastic, interesting uh, page uh, full of musical nerdery and delights that are probably of interest <laughs> to zero people. So it's great. Anyway, there are instruments <laughs> even today that I think about taking up. Like I, I. I play the piano self-taught and i play the harmonica which i learned from a book um and i i really there's other instruments that i think about learning but it's like who has time to do that you know like i would totally learn the saxophone i would totally learn the accordion for some reason those are the two instruments that called me but who has time mm. for that shit? i don't apparently i guess not because you gotta you sit know, around and wait for john to get on podcast you know what i do <laughs> yeah but john has been on time i was here fast ish <laughs> i would know the I just, had technical <laughs> issues. just technical issues wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> Shh, it's fine it's fine man there's some now there's revisionist history going on oh yeah mm-hmm. it's huh. fake news i see how it is well fake guys news. while you're battling each other over who's late um <laughs> here's the good news happy socks is the world's favorite choice for colorful socks. Each unique design turns an everyday essential into a colorful piece that's crafted with the highest standards of quality and creativity. Plus, happy socks are available in adult and children's sizes, so the whole family can match. Perfect. And you're sure to find the perfect pair for everyone in your life. In fact, with Father's Day right around the corner, they make a great gift for dad. That could be you, dear listener. And for a limited time, our listeners can visit happysocks.com slash TTCA and use the promo code TTCA for a 30% discount and free shipping. Here's the amazing thing. I had no idea we were doing a Happy Socks ad today. I am wearing Happy Socks right now. What? Uh, hot air balloons on them. And they're blue. There's an almost endless variety of original designs, true, in fun color in fun color combinations, also true, which guarantees there's a pair of high quality socks for every occasion, mindset, and style. I loved uh, shopping on the Happy Socks website because I was like, I want all of them. <laughs> like, I would like to buy eighty of these pairs of socks. I didn't. I think I got like a dozen, but I 
they are my favorite socks right now in the drawer. To see the full list of store locations and browse the spring summer 2017 collection, visit happysocks.com slash TTCA. And don't forget to use the code TTCA so you can get 30% off and free shipping. Happysocks.com slash That's TTCA. That's so great. So, did you guys settle your fight we're, between who was late? Were we done talking about music, or are we? No, because no, I is this is a music podcast now. No, no, yes. no, no. Just I just I have to share one final note on the uh, electronic, either valve instrument or the electronic wind instrument. Apparently, I did not know this. <laughs> Niall Steiner, the inventor, lived in Utah for a while, and how I know about this is that my freshman, anyway, one of my college roommates, I think it was freshman year, he had one of these, and. Many years later, I saw Michael Brecker play, who is a saxophone player of some renown in the jazz world. And he soloed. So you would play this device and you could send it to a, like a sampler or a MIDI keyboard or whatever. And you could get completely different. Like you, you, it wouldn't even sound like a saxophone or a trumpet or whatever. It could sound like, you know, Devo. And so he played these raging solos with this device that sounded like guitar solos. It was crazy. It was, it was pretty awesome actually. Anyway, <laughs> I'm done. <clears throat> I'm out. Okay. Done talking about nerd stuff. <sighs> music nerd stuff. Yeah. Music. I'm nerd sure stuff. you have room to talk about other nerd stuff. Oh, there's plenty of, look, and I can keep going, but sure. Um, just, you know, anyway, just saying, just saying, did you happen to see, uh, I, I mean, I sent this link very, uh, late in the process here. Um, but the New York Times piece about uh, these um, Germany's outdoor preschools. Yeah, I looked at it briefly. I like it. Yeah, like it's really idea. it's pretty interesting. I mean, so they basically just I mean, like they think these they're just outside. I mean, <laughs> we're pretty pretty much that's that's it. And they just like wander around and do stuff. And um, and there's a you know, there's a guy who's leading the session, you know, there's a teacher, I mean, it's um, a guy in the one that they're talking about here, but um, but there are a number of them. They're like, what was it, 1,500 of them or something in Germany now? And so they're just, these kids are just running around and like, they um, they said that they, at this when they started, they brought um, some toys or things, they brought things to, you know... I guess they're, I guess they're toys. They don't really specify, but, um, and, but they eventually they just decided they didn't really need them, that there was enough like just out in the wilderness that they could entertain themselves with. So I think that they, now they bring maybe a, like a small set of tools and that's about it. And, uh, it seems kind of cool. I mean, I, I don't imagine that you can do it in every single environment because this some of the kids would cool, die. Though. Like, yeah, <laughs> but, but like, some of the kids would die of exposure. Right. This seems like a combination Listen, you're of You're always like, going to lose a couple kids. <laughs> right. Right. That's the cost of freedom. <laughs> <clears throat> it's natural selection. <laughs> Wait, that's a magic tavern thing, right? That like ch- ch- child death is a thing on food. Oh yeah. Child, yes. I don't, yeah. So much child death. So much child death. <laughs> so, this looks like a combination of like scouts and uh, like summer camp and um, yeah, like, yeah, something like that. Right. Um, also gypsy, yeah, you, gypsy living, you know, like 
there is this ongoing question to me about you know what are our kids learning the right things <laughs> like what no. is school preparing them for and yeah. this at least feels like it's teaching a little bit more self-reliance or self-confidence than some of the early school days do stateside mm-hmm. yeah. normal schools that's what i like about it yeah i mean I'm, like hank, hank had a test today so he was like anxiety ridden going to school today because he had oh, a yeah. test today yeah and it's just like trouble seems so far away right <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he would have really enjoyed it if i had sang a song about it <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my Shut family <laughs> stop saying about it <laughs> yeah um and, and, you know he's in he's in middle school now, so I mean I, I don't think you can't I don't think you should go through college just running around in the woods. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really, I think eventually maybe there's some other you know some book learning that you might need to do at some point. I don't know, I don't man. Know. There's some maybe uh, that's just me. No, no, no. In 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 Utah, there's some great college uh, hiking to hot springs trips that I I didn't <laughs> do, but I had friends who did, and they had all these great stories about drunk stoned hippies having sex in the woods <laughs> i was gonna say that doesn't that sounds great <laughs> well, it's a learning it doesn't experience. sound they like learned, they learned some things that they didn't know <laughs> i'm before. sure you learned some crazy things yeah yeah some really weird shit but positioning um, what mm-hmm, to take right, when. Yeah. physics <laughs> right, right i like this idea though not of the college level stuff but the kindergarten yeah. Wandering yeah. out the, I mean, was, I think as a little kid, this would have really like been good for Hank, um, just to be out running around instead of like, no, you need to be in your chair. This this article's worth a read. There's some inter- interesting research. I pasted some in the chat line, but in the chat line, uh, yeah. not chat. Whoa, but they said uh, a spirited round of songs sung in both English and German began and was finished off by a chorus of wolf howls. I got to say, if I were there as a young Jew, that would be a little intimidating to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be different I, in I'm New Jersey. Laughing. I'm not laughing. That's not funny. That's not funny. I think I'm it would have been or Pennsylvania, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe not that much different in Pennsylvania, <laughs> but in New Jersey. Depends on the part of Pennsylvania, right? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I, Lex, is it is it okay if I laugh at that? I mean, I don't think. Oh, that, of course, I said it I, as a joke. I think you're fine. I don't know. I feel weird laughing at that. I, 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 I just, well, you know, as a joke, now it's I awkward. Don't know that that's. I don't <laughs> know that that's kosher. Sorry. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> if, if if the Jewish person made the joke, now that was not okay. a laugh. I right. know that, no, that was that was offensive. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Of course, I'm, I'm sorry. I, had I not said it to Moltz before you joined the call very late, I would say I did not see that coming. But I yeah, know. yeah, I was super late because your mom kept me doing some gardening. <laughs> I, I assume you specifically mean hoeing. Is that, is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah, we were hoeing around. Uh, Hi, mom. Oh my god, she's a regular. Listener. Not not your literal mm. mom, your stage mom, your acting mom, the mom who plays mm. your, the actress who plays your mom. Yeah. On the show, <laughs> I want to know who that is. I, I do too. Believe me, I, who I the actress do. is. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so wait, we're casting the movies of our lives, and who would play our moms? Is that what's happening? I, I am not prepared to do that. I think maybe we should take that as a, as homework. Uh, <laughs> I don't Bob think I have. Uh, 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 Patrick Patrick Stewart would be my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom, Stocker Channing, and uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> <It's>, 
either the guy from uh, that '70s Ouch. show or uh, or uh, Wonder Years would be my dad. The dads from that show combined would be perfect. <laughs> and I am dad. played by a young Jeff Goldblum. Just mm-hmm. out there. Sure. Ooh, well. damn. Mm. So that's locked up. Thanks for that. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he is apparently delightful in person. I've heard. Um, I w- when I wore glasses full time, I was uh, I was told every day that I looked like him. Mm. Yeah, and so in fact, it was a very big thing in high school. Everybody would talk about it, and there is a movie um, that he starred in that we rented from Blockbuster because that's what kids used to do. And mm-hmm. I think it was called The Tall Guy. Um, oh yeah. yes! Oh my god, that was so it, funny. In that movie, he plays the star of a musical that takes place within the movie, and. <laughs> In the musical, he has been cast because they need somebody to take on the the starring role, uh, in which he plays the ugliest man in the universe. Uh, and then it became a lot less interesting. That people always told me I looked like. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rowan Atkinson is in that, and Emma Thompson, right? That and, is uh, correct. I believe yeah. Emma Thompson does a nude scene, which we were not expecting, but it was very exciting in high school. Yeah, there was toast on her ass, as I recall. <laughs> that is more and than all- I remember. Uh, you know, here's, well, I remember John, this movie. John has a photographic memory for news. I, I actually I do. I, I do. Um, I, I remember the words ahead, Hitler tampon. Hitler tampon was a phrase said in that movie, <laughs> which is why I remembered the movie at all. Can he say that? Alex, is that okay? No. T- that's <laughs> not okay for anyone. I'm quoting. It's a quote. Um, actually, Jeff Goldblum said it. So there you go. <clears throat> And I'm sure he's Jewish. He wants to do an ad read. Just let him. No, no. But speaking of toast on an ass, that is not a meal that I would recommend. However, (laughs) springtime is a great time to hit the reset button and retackle personal goals like getting fit, cleaning, and cooking. Luckily, Blue Apron makes incredible home cooking easy and accessible. By delivering seasonal recipes, <laughs> seasonal recipes with step-by-step instructions and pre-portioned ingredients that come right to your door, all for under $10 per meal. And if you are a picky eater, as I am, you can customize your recipes based on your preferences and select a delivery option that's right for you. There's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Some of the meals available in May include, and I'm excited because I can pronounce all of these, beef teriyaki stir-fry with sugar snap peas and lime rice. Wrong. Baked spinach and egg flatbread with sautéed asparagus and lemon aioli. Also wrong. Also wrong. <laughs> Three cheese and baby broccoli stromboli with tomato and oregano dipping sauce. Really and finally, wrong. Crispy salmon and roasted potato salad with pickled mustard seeds and creme fraiche sauce. Um, as you know, I sell podcast ads for a living. Heard a guy reading these ads. It was actually Arnie on uh, Magic Tavern. He had no oh. idea what creme fraiche was. He's like, creme fraiche? I think that's right. Creme fraiche. He genuinely, <laughs> genuinely had no idea, and I loved it. Uh, I have gotten many Blue Apron meals. We always enjoy them. Uh, cook them together. Eat them together. And they honestly, the thing that I like most about them is even though you know somebody else prepared this, like somebody else pre-portioned everything for you, so you you can't screw it up. You're following step by step, step by step instructions. You finish it, it tastes amazing. You're like oh, I'm an incredible cook. Really, maybe you are, but in fact, <laughs> Blue Apron has held your hands the whole way. But I always like God. I am just fun, phenomenal at this stuff. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com/turning. You, you. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash turning. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I'll see you <laughs> never at restaurants ever again because you're going to mm-hmm. just be Blue Aproning it up mm-hmm. all the time. 
All right. <laughs> now we can there, go back to M cups. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. I was gonna say there's there's not much that I would not consider um, eating off of Emma Thompson's ass, but um, <laughs> maybe soup. <laughs> I think soup would not be uh... bananas. Oh my God. Sure. Oh, banana. Why not? Hmm. Uh, crackers. How about crackers? <laughs> totally. Oh, yeah. The crumbs wouldn't be a problem. I mean, no. I'm assuming you would be. No, the crumbs are off the fun. <laughs> Everybody's naked in that scenario. <laughs> I think that's a little too much. I think, my, by the way, Michael no? Sarah would play me, uh, young me, uh, for sure. Huh. He's my first choice. Anyway. Really? By the way, if you're considering he doesn't look watching, like you. no, he doesn't uh, look like guy? me. But there's a there's a kindred, you know. Okay. Entertainment Mark. Weekly gave it a B minus back in the day. Just so you know. Huh. Uh, yeah. I did That's not see that film. I did not see that film. Uh, late eighties, is that right? It's a uh, ninety. It was eighty nine in the UK, ninety in the US. Okay. Wow, I didn't. I saw it in the mid nineties sometime. Yeah, I, I saw it in the mid uh, mid nineties too because I would have been around fifteen. 14, 15, somewhere in that range. Nice. It made $510,000 at the box office, so you know it was good. Wow. Wasn't it written Whoa. by like, awesome people, though? Like Ben Elton and whatever. Like It was written by Richard Curtis, really- whom I love. Because Richard Curtis is like um, oh, yeah. all the Hugh Grant comedies and stuff. Also, Blackadder. Yes. Mm. Blackadder's really good. Hey, you know, I tried to get I tried to get Hank into Monty Python, and it didn't take. Oh, I think no. he couldn't. Like, I, what he found, I think he found it really hard to understand what they were saying. <laughs> when we watch anything at all British-ish, Lauren and I subtitles go on instantly. Yeah, like, but it was on it was on YouTube, so I think that was probably the problem. Mm, that's yeah. definitely. Um, and the then YouTube's and, automated subtitles don't help anybody understand anything. <laughs> no, they really don't. They're their own Monty Python sketch. If I'm being honest, I don't think I love Monty Python. Like, I think I like it. I especially like the music of Monty Python, but I don't think I love Monty Python. Uh, no, God, I just remember. I, I, uh, Life of Brian is by far their Brian. masterwork. By far. Brian. Um, uh, no. I remember just, like, that being the first... I mean, I remember watching it, like, laughing and things like that. But, I mean, I remember Monty Python. We would just, like, me and my brothers would just be howling. Yes. I mean, like, Same. seriously, like stomach pain mm-hmm. um laughing at what was going on and and not understand then also not understanding a lot of it either um like so no. many so many you know <laughs> british politics 1970s jokes <laughs> i think that's part of the appeal why doesn't mr Maudling do something right <laughs> Re- that's, that's- reginald who is reginald Maudling? <laughs> The the best part about it is you don't know what the hell's going on, and they all have great yeah. accents, and so you're like, that's part of it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. The, you know, <laughs> the uh, over the top wackiness of it was funny, but yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it now that I think that. I mean, I feel like it's that is kind of <laughs> in its own mm. period, and I don't. I think it, it doesn't necessarily translate yeah. today. Doesn't well. I, sh- I watched it with Lita a year ago, Holy Grail, and she she just kept looking at me like, "What is happening? What is happening?" <laughs> I said, "Just bear with it. Just keep bearing." And and 
one of the things I had forgotten from the from when I watched the last time, you know, thirty years ago, whatever, however it was when I watched it, um, was that there's this kind of weird thread through the movie that they're like, basically it's like a LARP disaster is what the movie is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think we just have a show title right there. Too. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, um, that's true. Like that, part of the, the joke is that there the, is the way that they're making a ridiculous medieval romp. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, the place that Monty Python holds for, I think you guys was really taken mostly by for me by like SNL and to a lesser extent the kids in the call the kids in the hall and uh-huh. to a greater extent maybe the state like that's, that's oh what yeah yeah those are all good I still love <laughs> I, kids in the hall I mean and and actually oh, yeah. you know kids oh, in the yeah. hall is one. Kids in the Hall is one that we have watched, that Hank and I have watched a lot of clips together, um, and he finds extremely funny. Interesting. So, the one, I, the one, the one where the guy's buying the, the stereo system, mm-hmm, <laughs> where mm-hmm. they keep saying, <laughs> uh, how much, this price, $720, how about a dollar? And they just go back and forth, and they, they neither one of them is like is budging it. It's it's if they're negotiating, but neither one of them is changing their price at all. I also really love Stella, which most people I think hate. Mm. Stella is just Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter. Those and, are my uh, favorite guys from the state. I love those two guys yes. the most. Yeah, like, it's and it, there's the third one too, uh, uh, David Wayne, yep. and. God, Stella was. It's Stella, they did like a season or two of Stella on Comedy Central, where normally it had only ever been performed live, and it was like, I would estimate that ninety percent of people hated it. Not that they didn't get it. Uh, there's not much to not be able to get. It's just it was so <laughs> dumb. You had to be accepting of, oh, this is going to be incredibly dumb. And I think most people are like, no, that's dumb. And for me, I was like, no, that's brilliant. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that is my sense of humor in a nut. Uh, I, f- I find I don't even thing. know like, what you're I don't even know what you're referring to actually. It's Stella is a comedy group that it was the Absurdist name of the sketch ish yeah. comedy. Yeah. Okay. That was Michael Showalter and uh, Michael Ian Black. Just the two of them. Right? Okay. No one else was involved, just those two. Black I did not I was not aware of this as a thing. Uh I'm I'm going to be on my link quest. That's what these shows are now. It's called John's Link Quest. <laughs> John John is pursuing links mm-hmm. and and describing in in vivid detail uh, nude scenes from movies uh, and also arcane bits of history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good podcast right there. Uh, hey, it's, uh, I'm not saying it's this one, but it's a good. One. <laughs> <laughs> Please let's not. <laughs> I think we should do a rewatch of all of Jeff Goldblum's movies uh, on this show. <laughs> yeah, because no, he's our spirit general. animal, right? I mean, we've pretty much yeah. established now now that he's our spirit animal. Mm-hmm. You know, you've never seen me and Jeff Goldblum in the same place. In the same he time. does look a lot like you in that picture of the in the the, the poster. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, also, I've I've pasted a screenshot of the aforementioned <clears throat> line that I quoted. <sighs> just let you guys enjoy that for a moment okay uh i'll play the role of dexter john and you can pick which john you be kate all these weeks i've been coming here i've been wanting to ask you something uh, what i really want to know is uh, what's your name kate 
<laughs> Lemon. Horrid name. No, no, not at all. Could have been worse. Could have been called Hitler Tampon or something. <laughs> and not bad, scene. Not bad. <laughs> that, was my, that was my Jeff Goldman impression. Because I think we also nah. talk similarly. Mm-hmm. Put that out there. Ish. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's how you say Jeff Goldman. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, Your scientists spent so much time. No, figuring out whether they could do it. That got a little uh, Captain Kirk over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's you see, that's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I that's that's who I yeah like like uh, Jason Alexander like Jason Alexander. <laughs> that's who I learned my acting from. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was Captain the thing anymore. that like Jason Alexander had this big Captain Kirk thing right and 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 like mm-hmm. at one point. Back in the yes. 90s, um, his friends for his birthday got him like a lunch with Shatner. <laughs> oh, my God. That is awesome. <laughs> they got Shatner to come and have lunch with him. And and I remember like reading like him telling this story. And, and, and Shatner, as, as Shatner would be, is kind of a jerk about it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but it's fine. You know, it's basically fine. But it's not like, you know, he's like meeting his, his sort of like a zero. And, and Shatner's just kind of like, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> there in our LA office various Hollywood types come in to record guest appearances on the podcast that we tape there all the time and generally speaking because the staff is all Hollywood staff they're good at you know pretending not to notice and being chill two times that that was not the case one was on Le- when LeBron James was there like one of the guys at work literally came in a LeBron shirt because he was so excited about LeBron James being there fine. <laughs> and the other time that the staff was really like super excited was Jason Alexander and I I was not there, but the impression that I had, I think, from Jason's most famous role was that he would be kind of a jerk, and he was so nice and accommodating, and he took pictures of every single person who wanted to, and I was like, well, that's a sign of a good actor that I thought maybe he would be a jerk because he was so convincing as a kind of jerky person mm. on Seinfeld. Mm. Lauren and I talk about that all the time we're watching shows. I was like, God, I hate this character. Must be a really great actor, but like, there's character, there's actors I never want to meet because they played such big assholes. I'm like, nope, I don't even want to know you. If you have that in you to perform, I don't want to know you. Uh, what's his name? The guy from uh, uh, in the Company of Men, uh, Aaron Eckhart. Oh God, Ooh. the worst. Yeah, yeah well, but you mean in real life? He's he's, a, he's like he's a. I, I, there's a I have a side story about him, but I won't share it here. Okay, <laughs> but we'll okay. do it after the show. Oh, good, good, nice. <laughs> That'll be on our new Jeff Goldblum rewatch podcast. Also, nice. uh, it, I might talk about it on Slack on our Slack channel in our Slack group. Slack, oh, okay. Space. Check for our new show, Mining for Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> the show, the show. I would. <laughs> it's worth considering i think <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> actually seriously i'm i'm really yeah he's done a lot kind of like he's done a lot of stuff yeah i mean you, you could that show could go on for quite some time and um like, and would you do mm-hmm. tv tv appearances as well i guess you'd have to right like he's been good and all i mean why not right i mean then you can you know you could do the show for years yeah i mean he hasn't done a lot of television right but uh like he was on he was on Kimmy Schmidt. He was great on Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. So good. He and I are both from Pennsylvania. 
But only one of us has the middle name of Liam, like, and it's him. <laughs> when he did a Delta ad, he's like the TV psychologist. And he, like, he does an ad read for Delta. He's like, Delta, we're not happy about this either. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite movie about terrible ads is uh, Crazy People, which I bet they wouldn't even make today. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, like Daryl Hannah, is that right? Yep, yep, yep. I've never seen it, but... It's really they, a funny movie. Apparently, my girlfriend knows the guy that they got to do the actual ads in that, like the fake ads that they do. Like that is a Volvo, random boxy, no. but good or right. whatever. Like right, bo- right yeah. boxy. I, I even know that from that movie, and I've never seen it. I just remember the New York City one. Like, like not as many people were murdered here last year as you think. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an ad for america <laughs> i don't want to talk about like, it like, like <laughs> don't want to talk about not as stuff. not as bad as our president would make you think oh god <laughs> <laughs> we've only leaked four or five top secret things today mm-hmm. <laughs> well kids huh? am i right mm-hmm. and then also you know we learned so much about kids right yeah <laughs> get out in the wilds and howl like wolves. <laughs> Preferably. Uh, my son had to yes. write a journal entry about uh, a job he would like, and he wrote that he would like to be president one day, and he had to explain why. And he's like, could he, well, do, could he start tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I would want to live in the White House because it has an indoor pool, a bowling alley, and a movie theater. Yep. And that was why he wants to be president. And Lauren's like, two, you know, we have a, a movie theater. Two of those things pool. I did not know that. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, but that's an indoor pool and they have a bowling alley. And I'm like, so wait, if if I got you a bowling alley, then you wouldn't need to be the president? He's like, no, I think I still want to live in the White House. So his case was a lie. That's the point. Hmm. <laughs> Kids lie. That's also, we learned Kids that. Kids lie. Mm-hmm. And presidents do too, apparently. <laughs> so that's, why he's, that's how he's qualified. <laughs> as, as long as he doesn't beat up a reporter, we're fine.